0: Welcome to Still a Good Mama, a podcast by me, your newest mom friend, Holly Marie. Grab your drink and turn the volume up because this mom hang starts now. Hey, hey, y'all! Oh, it feels good to be back. (laughs) I I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so it's kind of nice. Nice to be back in the chair doing some recording. We just got home last night from two weeks in Montana. So my in-laws live out there, and we spent two weeks just being out there, and we had a really, really good time. I think we weren't really ready to leave Montana itself, um, but we were ready to be back <laughs> in our own house, and not having six of us, four adults and two toddlers kind of crammed on top of each other for a couple weeks, that was probably the hardest part but we had a really good time. So we got there on a Thursday and then my mother-in-law was helping someone in town put on a fundraiser um like a concert for their fundraising event on Friday. So we on Friday spent the day helping get ready for that and also um my mother-in-law hosted the artist who came out and played so spent time with them showing them around uh, my in-laws ranch and whatnot had an awesome time at the concert that was super fun um yeah so that kind of and then spent saturday with them as well so that kind of took up that weekend and then you know honestly we spent the next few days also just kind of doing normal stuff around the house my husband was working this was a working vacation for him so he was working a bunch um not a ton but enough and so hung out with the kids we got Bruce his first dirt bike he's got a little um I think it's a 50, that would be the size of it, but it's just this tiny little blue dirt bike and it even has training wheels on it. It's so cute. He, and we, you know, got him dressed up with all the gear and not dressed up, but like decked out in all the gear, protected and everything. So he was good. He looks so cute (laughs) in his little helmet and chest pads and elbow pads and knee pads, you know? And so he learned how to ride a dirt bike. Um, and he did, really good. Like I was actually really impressed. Almost too good the first day. <laughs> he gave it a little too much go <laughs> and just yard-sailed it off of his handlebars and like ripped the training wheels off the bike. They were just bolted in so they came off and <laughs> he did such a good number on it that we ended up actually having to take it downtown to the local like welder and he just welded it back on because we were like, look, <laughs> he's the first grandkid on this and there's at least two more grandkids to go who are gonna learn how to ride on it. Like, this is gonna be the learning bike. Let's just weld the wheels back on. So it was super fun. He did a lot of dirt biking and, you know, he was pretty cautious after that. But once he got the hang of it again, I mean the kid would go out we'd just bring a cooler out there with a few drinks and the kid would do at least like 50 laps just around and around and around the barn <laughs> and finally on the last day we we're like all right buddy you gotta you gotta hold hold the gas down a little bit and just hold it down because he was doing that like he would just like pulse it and would be like vroom vroom and we're like all right i'm tired of hearing that noise of just constant and so we're like just hold it down give it a little bit of gas and so we finally got the hang of it so that was super fun um He loved it. It might have been one of his favorite parts of the whole trip for sure. So spoiled little buddy. um, But that was really fun. And then we also, Trent and I were able to get away for a date night. So that was super needed. I think it was like the right day to, it was kind of halfway through the time we were there. So it was really nice to break it up a little bit, right? Like that was getting to be the point where it was like, we were kind of feeling on top of each other and everyone was just getting a little bit annoyed. So we, uh, my in-laws kept the kids overnight and then we were able to go out and spend the night at this like hot springs resort, which was really fun. We, it was just nice to, um, have a quiet room. (laughs) So super funny side note on that. We, booked it online, right? And then, so and I got like one king bed and then we get there and they're like, we don't have your reservation in the system. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you don't have the reservation in the system? I have a confirmation email right here. So turns out there was some sort of snafu with whatever online system they have that wasn't feeding it into their reservation system. But they ended up, we were able to get a room and we got it all figured out. But Instead of the one king bed, they gave us a room with two queen beds. And so we walked in, and we looked at each other, and we were like, separate beds tonight? Separate beds. <laughs> and it was so nice. We could just, like, sprawl out and, like, sleep on our own, and it was so comfortable. And we desperately, desperately needed it because the room we were staying in at my in-laws' house is right next to the furnace, and I don't know what was going on with that furnace. We kept joking around that we had a ghost down there because it like five times a night, like something in it was broken or trying to do something and it would like push air out of these valves or these valves were malfunctioning, but it would just sound like someone was like slapping a wall, like just spawned a wall like five times in a row. And that would like the five times in a row slapping noise, that would happen like five times a night. <laughs> So we were up just for like six or seven days. I mean, we only slept a couple hours at a time. So when we got to this hotel, we were like separate beds for sure. <laughs> so we could just conk out. I mean, I think we were back. We went out for dinner and then um, Thursday night football was on the preseason and it was our team who was playing. So we had to go to the sports bar and watch. And but I mean, I think we still got home by like 9, 30, 10. No, 930. It was before 10. And we just passed out. So it was really nice to have a lazy morning. Um, But then it was super fun because my in-laws met us the next day. And we just had a pool day in the hot springs with the kids. And it was so fun. So fun. Um, If you're ever in Anaconda in Montana, definitely stay at the Fairmont Hot Springs Resort. Make sure you call (laughs) to book your reservation. But you definitely got to stay and spend a day doing the pool Doing a pool day there because it was, it was like just a lot more fun, like I said, than we expected, just with the hot springs. The kids had a great time. It was very like pool friendly um, or kid friendly for our four year old. He, It was pretty shallow in a lot of places, so he could stand, and we had a fun little swim lesson. I mean, I had a little swim lesson with him, and then they had a really fun water slide that he could not stop wanting to go down. So that was really fun Um, poolside drinks. So it was just – it was a really, really nice day. But yeah, so that was in the middle of our trip. And so it was nice just to like have that time away. And I feel like it really enabled us to be able to like come back and reset and really enjoy the next few days. Um, I don't even remember what day that was. I think that was Saturday, Friday, Friday. And then that next Saturday, so again, this is like halfway through the trip, we um, went out with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and a couple of other, um, folks out there who they're friends with. And that was super fun just to have like a parents night out too with some friends. Like we haven't really gone out with friends like that in a while also. So that was super fun. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the next few days we're just again, back to, to work in, um, and we left on Wednesday. So it was super fun. Just a lot of, A lot of dirt biking around through then, and um, the kids were playing. It was a really good time. We spent a lot of time outside, which was super nice, and it was really nice to catch up with my brother and sister-in-law. We haven't seen them in a while, so overall, we had a really good trip. Like I said, we weren't really ready to leave Montana itself. It's just so gorgeous out there and um, just super Easy to be out there and be outside, but we we're definitely definitely ready to get back <laughs> to our own house. And it is always nice to to be home as well. as I just like Ugh coming home it's so nice and it's also the worst, right? Like it's the worst because I'm just sitting here staring at all the laundry that I have to do. <laughs> And look, I'm like, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm trying to just tell myself this time I'm only going to do one load at a time and I can only start the next load after I like actually fold and put away the first load. We'll see how it goes. Because you know, of course, my husband's only going to do his laundry and then I'm responsible for my laundry and the kids, right? (laughs) Like, that's just how, that's just how this goes. Um, so yeah, it's going to take me forever. We're going back to Montana in like three weeks because my so I call her my sister-in-law. They're not they're not married yet, but my brother and my sister-in-law, or my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, are getting married. Um, like officially getting married on Labor Day weekend. So we're just going back out in like three weeks anyway, and we'll see if I have all the laundry done by then. I probably won't, to be honest. Maybe I'll at least get mine done. I don't know about that, kids because the kids aren't coming out to the wedding. 'Cause it's just a quick trip and it's on the family property, so my husband and I are gonna be working a lot of the time to help make everything happen. So it just doesn't make sense to bring the kids, but <laughs> that's my over-under. That's my goal, have all the laundry done by the time we leave again in three weeks. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can make it happen. Uh I'm just gonna have to spend a day, like I'm gonna have to take my riddle in that day and just like, okay, do all the laundry and just focus on that. <laughs> But oh man, but I wanted to share one thing I was thinking about was like, there are a few things about traveling with kids that I'm like are key, and so like I gotta share them because we so we flew commercially on the way out there, so we did the you know, checked our bags, brought the kids, this and that. Um, and then we flew privately on the way back home and even if you guys are like sticking up your nose and like, oh, she flies privately, I'm here to tell you it is no easier traveling with kids, um, that way. And I think there are some aspects of it that are also a little bit more challenging then flying commercially. I mean, everything has its pros and cons, but I wanted to share a few things that I wrote down. It was like, I need to remember these things. These are my tips, things that I learned for next time that I travel with my children. First of all, a travel stroller is a must, is a must, is a must, is a must. We could not have done the airport without a stroller. And there were a lot of other parts of the trip where it was really useful to have a stroller, but like just the airport alone, like flying there, it was it was the most helpful. So we have, um, gosh, what is it the those ones that like fold up super super compact where you can put it in an overhead bin? I think it's like the Good Baby or I'm gonna have to find it, but I can't really remember. It's amazing. So I mean, we were able to just like easily it was easy to put through security so that got through in no time it was so easy just to fold and unfold and bring Lincoln around so she wasn't walking we weren't having to carry her and then when we finally sat down to wait for a seat, like in the board at the gate area, um, waiting for our flight. Like we could just fold it up and it was super compact and wasn't like this bulky thing in the way while we were waiting. So, and it was awesome. I mean, we took it all the way up to the point where we're on the plane and then we could just stick it right in the overhead bin. So we also weren't having to check it and, you know, do that whole thing. So like it just, it was so helpful. It was actually even really helpful. We, there's a brewery downtown in Montana that we love Phillipsburg Brewing Company. And so we went a couple times and it was so great to like have a day where we were downtown and pushing her around in the stroller. And then when we went in the brewery, instead of just having this bulky stroller somewhere, you know, cause she's sitting in a chair there, like she's 18 months old. She's, or she's older than that. She's a year and a half. I don't really know the number of months. Um, <laughs> second kid problem. <promise. laughs> but it was so convenient just to like, fold it right up and put it under the table and it was a total like non-thing so get a travel stroller they're expensive especially after you're buying you know a huge stroller, right you like if you have your upper baby or something and you've already paid $1,500 for this wild stroller and then you're looking at this travel stroller and you're like 250 $300 but it is so worth it just for the convenience and just compactness so worth it So that's number one number two bluey saved us (laughs) truly that was like bluey was king this trip it just there were so many moments especially oh excuse me um you know the house that we were in my in-laws house like it's not toddler proofed and it shouldn't be because that's like their full-time residence and they don't have toddlers so but uh there are just a lot of times where it was like we needed to run around and get stuff together and just bluey my heart goes out to you thank you for this is a Bluey stand account. <laughs> so it just like, and really like my point of that is like, there were no rules. We did so many screens and I think I'm we're still good parents for it. You know, the kids had a good time. There were a lot of times where it just, we needed them distracted. They were having a better time like watching Bluey and staying engaged than what if we had tried to force them to, you know, sit outside with us and guess that we were having and whatnot. So Thanks, Bluey. You're the MVP. (laughs) Uh, Three, bring your car seats on the plane. Get FAA-rated car seats and bring them on the plane. And I say this because, and this is also, to be honest, like I said, we flew there commercially home privately, and this rule goes for both, because we got the kids their own seats. I mean, they're both toddlers. So like they need their own seats. Lincoln is technically under two, but it just, no, I cannot have her on my lap the whole time. That just would not work. And on the way there, I mean, the kids were kind of getting up and down, rolling around, doing whatever because they're toddlers. Right. But It's because they weren't in a car seat, right? So they knew they were in this seat with a seatbelt and they were just wiggly and they could kind of slip out and this and that. And it was just, it was really hard to keep them. The four-year-old probably would have been fine. Bruce would have been fine because he had his little tablet and whatnot. But Lincoln's not really interested in those yet. So I had all kinds of stuff trying to keep her entertained and she just wanted to wiggle out and all that kind of stuff. And it was fine. The flight there was two and a half hours, but the shitty part was that on the way home, or not on the way home, when we were landing, excuse me, our flight attendant was kind of, I don't know what the right word is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but she made me strap Lincoln back in in her seat, and she did not want to. I mean, and mind you, it's like almost her nap time. She's tired, and we're landing, and I thought, oh, well, I've done this with her before, and the flight attendant told me as long as you just hold her on your lap, we're fine. She doesn't need to be back in. But just you need to hold her securely in your lap. And that's where she wanted to be. And, you know, she's cranky and this and that. We've got like 10 minutes of the flight left, right? And the flight attendant's like, nope, you have to put her in her own seat. And you need to strap her in with the seatbelt. And I was like, I, I'm going to warn you right now. She's going to scream the entire time. It's not going to be good. And she said, no, you still have to. I was like, All right. I told you so. And sure enough, I mean, I it was like wrestling a freaking alligator, getting her down into that seat. She screamed at the top of her lungs for 10 minutes. I'm sure everyone was like, ugh. I mean, and honestly, what what was the difference gonna be if I was holding on to her versus strapping her in a seatbelt? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, that just that part really sucked. And so I wish that I had. Their car seats to just keep them contained more in their seats and also just to have somewhere where she was a little more comfortable versus if I'm going to have to strap her down in the seat during landing, like, I want to put her in her car seat versus having a screaming, wiggly alligator child in the sea and then of course you know that right when we do- literally the minute that we touched down that the wheels hit the pavement she put her head on the armrest and just passed out fell asleep so I was like great now we're ruining our nap <laughs> I don't think she would have done that if I was holding her and I'm like ugh because we had another hour and a half flight afterwards and I was like or hour and a half drive excuse me after the flight and I was like I really wanted her to nap then and of course she didn't so it just like her whole day you know she slept for like 10 minutes and I was like great this is great this is great and then on the way back, oh, my gosh. So we flew privately with my in-laws on the way back. And, again, she knows she can get out of the seat. And so it's just she is up and down, in and out, run crashing into things, wanting snacks, crying, flailing herself around everywhere. Like, it just was not a good flight for her, which is fine. She's allowed to not have good flights. It was just what made it really hard is that we couldn't just put her in a car seat where she's comfortable she can again feel contained um somewhere safe instead of you know if she doesn't want any if she doesn't want something or if she's getting really mad at me like instead of sitting her on my lap flailing around I mean because she's like we're trying to open and close the shades which is like we don't want her to do that because obviously she's super rough with it because she's a year and a half old and I'm like I don't want her messing up the shades on this private plane right (laughs) Like, your girl does not want to pay for that. So that was just hard, like, having her not, like, try and, you know, just go after all of our drinks and this and that. And it just, I've always tried, I've always tried to bring car seats. And this was the first report. my husband and my father-in-law were like, no, no, no. Like, we have an extra set of car seats here in Montana. Like, you don't need to fly with them. It'll make it so much easier for you. And I was like, it's not. There's another reason why I always bring car seats on the plane, not just because we need car seats there (laughs) and they learned that and after the flight home both of them were like hmm maybe next time we'll do car seats on the plane so that's my third tip just bring your car seat on the plane I were Lincoln and I are going to Nebraska at the end of September and I am I'm definitely gonna bring your car seat because I just I need her to be contained in that seat um so just pro tip I mean it just it's it's Obviously, you want to like you need a car seat wherever you're going. But truly, it's like the containment, and it just it does a lot of work for you in terms of how much physical effort you're putting into this flight. So, bring a car seat. I I don't have any good recs for like which car seat to bring on a plane. Still working through that. I haven't flown enough with the kids yet to figure out what I want to do. But I'll let you know because I'm gonna have to get something. I think for this flight at the end of September. So we're going to play around with it and see see what travel car seats we like for the plane. And my last tip that I think was a game changer for us is order your groceries before you come home. So I... Yesterday morning, we flew home yesterday. Yesterday morning, I went on, and so we have a Whole, a Whole Foods like a 100 yards away from us. It's super close. So I just... Put in a pickup order. I would have done delivery, but they didn't have enough time slots. Um, and Whole Foods is annoying with delivery now. It's like ten or fifteen dollars, and like good lord. So I just did pickup, and it was such a game changer because if we hadn't done that then we for sure probably would have gotten more takeout or something super easy but not very healthy last night. We would have been scrambling around today for, what am I going to give the kids for breakfast? I mean, because we were gone for two weeks, so we cleared everything out before we left. So I went on yesterday morning and I ordered bananas and berries and milk and just all the kids' favorite stuff and just stocked us. And that way we unloaded the car when we got home and then I just went right down the street. I mean, I think I was only gone for like 10 minutes, 15 tops. Just drove right down the street, picked up the groceries in the car. Like, they brought them all out. I came home and unloaded them. I mean, in half an hour, we went from nothing to fully stocked. So, it was so easy and I like... So worth it. it was especially this morning when I easily had something to give the kids for breakfast or you know wanted to make a cup of coffee. I wasn't scrambling around for like, "Oh, slim pickens, what am I going to give them because I haven't restocked the house yet. So order your groceries before you come home, even if it's a couple of days before, like schedule your pickup day or your delivery day or whatever in the time period that you're gonna be home so, so so worth it, so worth it so those are my travel tips. I think that's all I got. You know, I didn't really have a whole much. Just wanted to do a little recap of our Montana trip and my travel takeaways. Um. Yeah, so I would love to know your travel tips as well. So like I said, I'm traveling with Lincoln again at the end of September. And it's just going to be me and her, so it's going to be one-on-one. I mean, we're going with family, but we're flying, just the two of us. And it's just the two of us out of our immediate family who are going and I'm a little bit dreading it because it's a five-hour flight. So I will do a poll. I will do something to figure it out, but leave a comment, leave a review, leave a comment on this episode, and let me know what your top three like travel hacks are or yeah, travel hacks like keeping kids entertained on flights because this one's going to be like five hours. Um, Yeah, Oakland to Omaha, that's going to be I think we have one stop in between, so hopefully it breaks it up a little bit. But let me know your top three travel hacks or your top three travel product recommendations. Anything would be appreciated. (laughs) All right, you guys. I don't know when I'll be back, but I will see you next time. Make sure you rate and review and, yeah, see you on the flip side. All right, lady, thanks for tuning in to Still a Good Mama. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcast so others can find us because there's room in this mom club for everyone.